Hi, everyone at uh, MCBC. This is uh, Michael and Melanie Waddell. We are global field staff with Canadian Baptist Ministries in the Philippines, but we've been home in New Brunswick since about April 15th. We were hoping that we were going to have an opportunity to touch down in Mississauga for a little bit of time to, to be with you guys on a Sunday morning, but because of the COVID-19 lockdown, obviously that wasn't possible. And then we were really hoping to be with you live last week through your through your live stream Sunday morning service, but uh, it seems that technology is trying to uh, do its part to keep us apart as well. But we're just really grateful for this opportunity to be together uh, this week through this virtual this this virtual greeting and our and our presentation that we'll share with you later. We just wanted to take this opportunity to thank you for your encouragement, for your financial support, for your physical support in coming in the past as a SENT team, for just being a part of our ministry in the Philippines. It really has blessed our spirits, so thank you so much for that. Yeah, and of course we also really want to thank you for just being step partners, for your step partnership with Canadian Baptist Ministries and with our partner organization in the Philippines, Kabugana and Philippine Ministries. Uh, really, your contribution towards this ministry is just really, really uh, amazing. It's just so helpful, and it really allows our partner in the Philippines to conduct their work in such meaningful ways for, for the children in the child care centers. Uh, we also wanted to just take a special thanks to thank you for your work specifically with the child care centers. Uh, what a wonderful ministry that is, and you're really working with young Filipino kids and funding that ministry where kids are learning lots about um, getting an education, they're learning about sanitation, they're learning livelihood type work, how to just kind of live in this world and they're also being ministered to by our missionary teachers that you're supporting as well and we've had the opportunity to build relationships with those women that are teaching the kids and they're wonderful, wonderful women. So thank you so much for that work that you are specifically giving money towards. Yeah, and one of the ways that uh, your church has really had a great impact is through the SENT team that came in 2018. Uh, it was a real joy for our family, I know, to welcome the team from Mississauga City to, to Roja City and to Capiz Province, but, but also for our partner as well. Just had such a great impact in our, in our work and uh, really encouraged us and really encouraged the partner as well. And we're really looking forward to having a future team. I know there was some talk already about future dates, but uh, of course this pandemic has maybe those, those plans on hold a little bit, but we certainly look forward to when those uh, dates will be able to be picked up and, and another team can come to the Philippines to experience the, the ministry there. We wanted to thank you so much for giving us this opportunity to share this presentation with you. We're going to be, as Mike has said, sending along a presentation following this. Us, we're really sorry we couldn't be live, but our uh, home assignment has already begun. So as a result, uh, we're, also, we're going to be in another church today at the same time. So we'll be in two locations at once. So we just want to thank you so much for the opportunity to have to speak with you this morning. Yeah, and just in closing, as Melanie said early on, we were very, we're very thankful for your support and for praying for us. But we also want to just let you know that we're praying for you during this season of physical distancing and restrictions that have uh, meeting together as church families pretty difficult these days. And so, you know, using creative means like this to, to gather together online isn't always the easiest for all of us. And so we just want to let you know that we're praying for you during this time. We just pray that you would experience God's peace and comfort uh, and that you would really have a sense of connectedness even in the distance and even as you look through uh, computer screens and things like that. And that when you're finally able to gather again in person, that it will just really be a, a great joy for you and that you'll really experience the presence of Christ in your midst. So thanks again. Thank you. God bless. God bless. Stay safe.
Hi everyone, we're the Waddells. My name is Michael. And I'm Melanie. And we serve as global field staff with Canadian Baptist Ministries, or CBM for short, in the Philippines, which is in Southeast Asia. CBM serves the global church through a network of local partners in a number of countries around the world by embracing the broken world through word and deed. This is integral mission, and this means proclaiming and demonstrating the good news of Jesus to a hurting world. Currently, CBM is working in 18 countries outside of Canada. These include countries in Europe, such as Germany and Lebanon, countries in Latin America, such as Bolivia, Cuba, and Costa Rica, and countries in Africa, such as Rwanda and the DR Congo, and of course, in Asia, such as Thailand, China, and India. And for those of you watching who may not be aware, we are currently serving in the Philippines. And the Philippines is an archipelago, which means a group of islands. And there are over 7,500 islands, but only about 2,000 of them are inhabited. The Philippines is made up of three regions. The north, uh, Luzon is the northern cluster of islands, and then Visayas, which is the central cluster, and Mindanao, which is the southern cluster of islands. And we live in what's called Rojas City in Capiz province, which is in the Visayas, or the central region of the country, on an island called Panay. Capiz province is a rural and developing part of the country, with a growing population of 750,000 people, a beautiful and rich culture, and people who are passionate, wonderfully gifted, and generous and creative. CBM works with partners around the world and have five causes or focuses that direct our work. The first of these causes is poverty. When we do it onto the least of these, we have done it to him. This passage in Matthew makes clear that our faithfulness is judged by the way we act. There are numerous markers that indicate who the least of these are. Disparity comes in many forms, even if sources of poverty are systemic, endemic, and chronic. However, they are actionable, writable, and even fightable. The second cause or focus of CBM's global work is in the area of justice. Everyone deserves dignity. We were esteemed and dignified by Christ who came for us, lived for us, and died for us. That truth motivates us into action. We are commanded to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly before our God. Righting wrongs is too limited a definition for what biblical justice points us towards, namely God's restoration of all relationships, political, religious, social, or economic. We are invited to be participants in making these systems whole and healthy. And CBM's third cause is all about kids at risk. Despair induced by poverty, suffering from trauma due to conflict, physical damage inflicted by chronic hunger, a lack of access to educational opportunities. These horrible situations are particularly tragic for a child. The UN Declaration of Rights of the Child defines children's rights to protect, education, health care, shelter, and good nutrition. Kids are humans with rights not merely objects of care and charity. CBM's initiatives provide hope and possibilities for a child to arrive at adulthood healthy, whole, and healed. When children fail to reach their potential year after year, we all face a dark future. And the fourth cause that guides CBM's work seeks to build the church. We are greatly commissioned and greatly commanded to love others and to proclaim why globally. The local church is the engine of mission according to his power that is at work within us. 
missional communities of sent ones from Latin America to India and from Asia to Africa, CBM is building capacity. CBM is working in partnerships to strengthen and build up the body of Christ, the church, by following the call of our sending God. And finally, CBM's fifth cause is in the area of crisis response. Earthquake, tsunami, hurricane, some emergencies strike in a heartbeat. Other times, there are warning signs, slow-onset disasters, such as prolonged rain, ongoing drought, or growing political unrest. When humanitarian disasters leave victims wounded and vulnerable, they often turn to the church for assistance and assurance, and they are not forgotten by God or his people. In these times of emergency, CVM, its Global Baptist Partners Network, respond immediately to save lives and participate in long-term reconstruction, long after the world's attention has shifted elsewhere. In a crisis, CBM is responsive and ready to serve those who have been impacted. Well, that's a quick overview of CBM's global work and the causes that we focus on. But now we want to turn our focus to CBM's work in the Philippines and, of course, our involvement with it. Our partner in, in the Philippines is Kabuganaan Philippines Ministries, or KPM for short. KPM is a local mission organization that serves the 52 Baptist churches in Capiz province that belong to the Convention of ba- Philippine Baptist churches, or CPBC more specifically. In partnership with these local churches, KPM serves the needs of the poor and depressed communities throughout Capiz province. In January of 2019, CBM signed a three-year MOU partnership agreement with KPM. But even before this partnership agreement, CBM has had a long and vibrant relationship with KPM due to the close relationship with Kipling Avenue Baptist Church in Toronto and former Canadian Baptist missionaries Rob and Norma Coe. Reverend Hobe and Phoebe Santiago serve as the administrators of KPM, and they provide strong and stable leadership for the growing work within Capiz province and beyond. At this time, we'd like to give you a quick overview of the work that CBM and our family does in partnership with KPM. We'd like to begin by telling you about the work we do with our partner with with children. First of all, KPM currently operates four childcare centers, which provide early childhood education for vulnerable children in urban poor and remote indigenous communities in Capiz province. Currently, there are three locations that are located in remote and mountainous communities. These communities are called Lucero, which is actually where the very first child care center was established, and Hopevale and Aglanong, which are two indigenous communities in the mountains. The the fourth location, however, is located in Libas, which is an urban poor community in Rojas City, situated along the shores, which make it an ideal place for poor fisher folk to reside. With the exception of this location in Libas, the other three childcare centers are operated in partnership with established local Baptist churches in their respective communities. There are over 100 children between the age of 3 and 4 years old attending these four centers. The centers provide the children with opportunities for learning, feeding, and playing in a safe and healthy environment. They learn basic education, such as their alphabet and numbers, how to print their name, and how to distinguish between colors. 
They also learn good hygiene practices, such as the importance of washing their hands, often brushing their teeth each day. Children and their parents are also taught about good nutrition and the importance of healthy eating. Each childcare center is led by a local missionary teacher who serves as both teacher for the children and also as a community development worker uh, for individuals and families within their respective communities. These missionary teachers are dedicated and hardworking women who love Jesus and believe that God has given them the task of caring for and teaching these children. Although these child care centers are operated in partnership with the local Baptist church, most of the children who attend and their families are not actually Baptist. In fact, many have no connection to the church or even Christian faith. We have seen firsthand how God is using these child care centers, especially through the work of missionary teachers, to share the love and hope of Jesus with children and their families. Unfortunately, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the child care centers are, are currently not operating. But the missionary teachers continue to serve and to connect with the children and their parents to offer support and assistance during this very difficult time of need. KPM, with CVM support, is engaged in student ministry by supporting vulnerable students with financial aid, leadership development, and Christian discipleship opportunities through a program that's called PABIA, or Percy Buck Educational Aid Program. The purpose of this program is to support students in achieving their educational goals, while at the same time giving them opportunities to grow in their faith. Each year, KPM selects college-age students who are poor, deserving, and determined to achieve their educational goals. Depending on the year, the number of participants ranges between 15 and and 20 students. CBM has partnered with KPM to develop and provide a three-year practical theological education program in partnership with Capiz Chapter of the Convention Baptist Ministries Association. The program is called Capiz Continued Theological Education Program, or CCTEP, and it involves approximately 30 pastors. CCTEP is designed to be very practical in nature and focuses on topics such as church management and administration, pastoral care and counseling, and how to be effective in community development. As a grassroots and local education program, most of the resource people, or teachers if you will, are are local Filipino experts and practitioners. Although occasionally we or other CBM colleagues do get involved with helping to facilitate courses. As was already mentioned, this is a three-year program, and each year the participants take six courses, which are usually held every other month. Participants gather at a central location in Rojas City for three days, where they learn from an experienced facilitator, and they learn from one another as they share their own experiences in ministry. We have heard many of the pastors express their appreciation for this program, and they have shared how helpful it has been for them in their own ministries. Melanie actually had the pleasure of co-facilitating the last course with Phoebe Santiago on the topic of pastoral care and counseling. It was back in uh, early March, I think. Uh, But again, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, we've not been able to hold a class since that time. But we are hoping uh, to be able to hold the next course uh, this July 
uh, by exploring alternative ways to conduct the class using online platform. Well, building peace and reconciliation between Muslim and Christian youth uh, through interfaith dialogue and relationship building has been a really important part of our work with KPM and with Cruise Inc., which is another local NGO that focuses on intercultural research and training. The Philippines is predominantly a Christian nation, with the majority being Roman Catholic, but there is a large Muslim population in the, in the South. The Interfaith Youth Leadership Gathering, or IYLG as we call it, is a three-day annual gathering that brings together Christian and Muslim youth for the purpose of mutual sharing and learning about one another's faith and culture. Throughout history, there has been conflict, clashes, even wars between Christian and Muslim communities and different groups. Uh, many of these clashes arise out of old wounds that have not yet been reconciled. So this is why by helping Muslim and Christian youth to have a better understanding of one another's culture and one another's faith, uh, lasting peace and positive relationships can be achieved. Building peace and seeking reconciliation between Muslim and Christian youth and their families is an important step for the future growth and development of the Philippines. During the three-day gathering, participants are given an opportunity to learn from one another, build new skills, and develop new tools and resources to use in their own communities to foster lasting peace and reconciliation. And lastly, CBM partners with KPM in providing relief and rehabilitation support for individuals, families, and churches affected by natural calamities. Sadly, the Philippines is one of the world's most prone nations to natural disasters. Earthquakes, typhoons, volcanic eruptions, flooding, even droughts, they're all regular occurrences throughout the Philippines. In fact, in the beginning months of 2020, every region of the Philippines was hit with a significant natural disaster that caused widespread damage and hardship for so many people. This past December, actually, on Christmas Day, our province was hit with a major typhoon, Typhoon Ursula, or Fanfan, as is known internationally. It ripped through the Visayas region, causing massive property damage to homes and other structures, major loss of livelihood, especially in the fishery and agricultural sectors, and even the loss of life for some. Our partners, KPM, and with CBM's assistance, through the generosity of Canadian Baptists from coast to coast, uh, focused their response on providing food relief, repairs to homes, especially those that were made of light materials such as bamboo and sheet metal, and providing financial aid for individuals who suffered loss or damage to their livelihoods. As is often the case, it was the poorest families who were hit hardest by this typhoon, and they're also the ones who struggle to rebuild after such devastation. Thankfully, CBM and our partner, KPM, were able to provide assistance to over 200 families who were badly affected by this typhoon. But unfortunately, many families were still recovering from this typhoon when COVID-19 began to spread in the Philippines. We want to take the last few minutes to tell you about CBM's work in the marketplace, where people work. When we were originally sent to the Philippines, CBM asked us to begin engaging partners with Christian discipleship through the integration of faith with work in the world. 
Thankfully, we found a willing partner in KPM who was already actively working in this area and was keenly interested in engaging more. And although much of our work have elements that reach out into the marketplace, we have a couple of initiatives that are directly involved with Christian discipleship through training, through development, through connecting and investing directly into business and work and livelihood. Uh, the first of these initiatives is called Food for Life, which is all about strengthening farmers' livelihood through the, through the development of quality farm inputs, by providing training in organic and integrated farming practices, and by establishing equitable markets for the farmers to be able to sell their goods and products. Food for Life began uh, by supporting rice farmers in Capiz province, but it has now expanded to include other crops, such as cassava, peanuts, and even coffee. Food for Life aims to assist farmers in producing food that enhances life. Food for Life, by relying on local experts, has begun training rice farmers in SRI technology, which stands for System for Rice Intensification. This new technology is proven to increase yields by more than double over conventional rice farming. In addition, Food for Life is adopting a chemical-free approach to rice farming and has already begun to implement this into the fields. With the support of CBM, Food for Life has constructed a small building, what, what they're calling a laboratory, to develop their own chemical-free farm inputs, all natural insecticides, pesticides, herbicides, and soil enrichers, so that the farmers will not struggle to get what they need to grow their healthy and sustainable crops. Improving the quality of the rice crop will also result in increased profits for these farmers as they are able to sell at a much higher price. In addition to helping the farmers with improved farming practices, Food for Life is also establishing itself as a quality brand, and as a result, consumers will purchase their products knowing that they are clean and healthy products that are being processed in just sustainable and equitable ways. Most recently, in addition to rice, Food for Life has begun working with coffee farmers in the mountains of Hopevale. Through local partnerships with private stakeholders and partnerships with government agencies such as the Department of Trade and Industry, farmers are receiving training in both pre-harvest and post-harvest coffee production. This is leading to wonderful improvements in the quality of their coffee, which will again lead to sustainability and greater profits for the farmers. Again, Food for Life is helping these coffee farmers develop proper processing techniques and packaging the coffee using the Food for Life brand, which is growing in awareness throughout Capiz. Lastly, we want to tell you about uh, the Bugana Livelihood Center, which Bugana is developing sustainable livelihood through small business training, skills training, employment opportunities, community partnerships, and a showroom and studio, which is located in Rojas City and online. The purpose of the Bugana Livelihood Center uh, is to support KPM's mission work by generating revenues, uh, support their mission work by uh, reaching in and doing sustainable community development in KPM's mission communities, such as in Libas, 
Bugana Livelihood Center's retail showroom studio in Rojas City was set to launch on March 30th. But sadly, due to COVID-19, it was forced, they were forced to postpone the opening until the restrictions are lifted. Despite these early challenges, Bugana's leadership team, which is made up of talented local leaders, continues to work behind the scenes to ensure that things are ready to go when everything's allowed by the government officials. Prior to the lockdown, however, Bugana had six women from Libas, where that childcare center is located. They were trained and already producing goods, filling orders, and there was another six women who were already waiting and ready to begin their training. There were also a number of poor working students who had begun working in Bugana's silkscreen printing division. If you'd like to learn more about the Bugana Livelihood Center, Food for Life, or any of these other projects that we've talked about, then please check out our blog, which can be found at www.waddells.ca. Yeah, and and if you'd like to learn more about the work of Canadian Baptist Ministries in the Philippines or anywhere else in the world where we serve, you can visit their website at www.cbmin.org. Well, we sure wish that we could have been with you all in person, but we're really thankful for this opportunity to share and for each of you who have taken time to watch this. Hopefully, we'll have an opportunity to visit you face-to-face when this COVID-19 pandemic is all behind us. Well, we want to thank you for your faithful support and for your prayers, you know, whether it's through financial support, through prayers, through notes of encouragement, by sharing our updates with your church or other people around you. We're just so grateful for each and every one of you and thankful to God for your partnership. God bless all of you. you.